This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We're doing a podcast. It's a Thursday, and it's a weird day because I am driving home without Al. He is staying in the city to do a drill. Well, not do the draft show, but he's going to produce the draft show tonight with Boomer and Greg. Eddie is here. Everybody's hanging out in a hotel. So you're going to have party time tonight. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what that means, produce the draft show. You're going to be there. I'm going to show up. There. You'll be there. And if uh, there's someone needs something, I guess I get it. Like if Phil Sims needs a Diet Coke of some sort, or he drinks that... Uh, that tea, Bigelow tea. Bigelow tea. I'll chase him down a tea. There you go. Because I can't imagine. Maybe you need a, like a withdrawal from Investors Bank. Maybe. Oh, that'd be nice. There you go. Now, uh, yeah, I don't know if they're going to be taking calls, right? I would not think they would be. You wouldn't think so, right? Because there's no. three guys, Boomer, Geo, Phil Sims. Draft is going on after the first hour. Oh, yeah. Picks will be flurrying in. How long do they have between picks? Jerry? I believe in the first round every 10 minutes. 10 minutes. Maybe 12, but it's not much more than that. You got 32 picks to get through tonight. So do you think right now uh, we're taping this, it's 10:20 a.m. The Browns know who they're taking right now or no? Unless they make a trade. I think the Browns know who they're picking if they're still at one. But I do believe like if you're the Browns, right? Let's say a team calls and says, we'll give you our first round pick, our second round pick, and our third round pick to move up to one. You'd probably do that because you're still picking four. Right. And then you get another first-round pick and another second-round pick. So I would say they know who they're picking as long as they're making the selection. I think they will wait until the last possible minute just to see really? if any trade offer comes in that blows them away. So um, somebody wrote to me that Adam Schefter and those guys must not be really big insiders if they can't tell you definitively right now who the Browns are taking. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because they're on the clock. Yeah, I would agree with that too. That is draft analysis. If they make the select, I saw Schefter too just put out a little while ago that the uh, most people believe that the whole thing with Josh Allen was posted by a team, not posted, but uh, outed by a team that wants him, hoping they can get him to fall four, five, six, ten, fifteen slots. So a conspiracy theory, yes, that the Josh Allen high school tweets with racist language is a conspiracy theory was released. By the team that wants to get him. Today. Wow. Yeah. All right. Weird, right? Not that, Very the, not weird. that the team released it, but that they somehow got it out there. Got it. So uh, yesterday, Jerry, I was locked in. Now, I'm uh, somebody who loves watching the murder investigation shows. Yes. Like I, like, I like to see when we catch bad people. That's what I like. The world's a better place. The world's a better place, Jerry. And I'm interested in uh, those types of people because it... it it boggles the mind how a human being can mm-hmm. behave in that way. Yep. 
So I had watched a couple months ago uh, a whole um, documentary series on the ID channel on what they were calling the Golden State Killer. From 40 years ago, this man has been on the run. Right. And I got alerted yesterday that they captured him. That was amazing about that. He's been on the run for how long? 42 years. And in the last 10 years. Yes. Have you ever heard of him? No. You just started watching the ID channel when? Uh, Six months ago. And you saw this documentary when? Two months ago. And all of a sudden, now they find him? Now they got him. What's been going on for the last 15 years where they couldn't find him? Well, I don't know. They didn't release a lot of information yesterday. Uh, as to why he only became a suspect two weeks ago. Now, they had all the DNA evidence from the years of collecting it, but his his name was not in a database because right. he hadn't been caught committing a crime. So um, I guess two weeks ago he became a suspect, and then I guess they, he was under surveillance for two weeks, and they took his garbage and found DNA in there. Now, that could be what, like a, uh, blowing your nose into a tissue? Anything. A Q-tip with earwax on yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, have the guy give himself a haircut? piece of skin on a can? A piece of skin on a sure. can. could uh, be anything. Oh, your lips on a Coke bottle, which would also be a lovely love song. <laughs> with your lips on these lips <laughs> on the Coke bottle. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was interesting, although they did come out with the press conference yesterday, and he's 70. But you watched which I watched, which I, I actually live streamed. I went on I went on Twitter and searched for the press conference, and there was a live stream out of Sacramento, California. You know, there are sports fans. You've become a crime fan. Yes. I mean, honestly, you should go produce a talk show about murders and crimes. A crime. I'm going to pitch to the company. You know, there's sports talk radio, crime talk radio as a format. They probably have it already. They don't. Somewhere. I've checked. Yeah, it's called the police scanner. They do have cri- real crime drama documentaries. Yeah. Where they discuss these things. No, well, there you go. Be a trailblazer. So they caught the guy 72 years old and they go, um, the, You're coming the, with us. They go, uh, the world is a safer place now because he's off the streets. Right. Agreed. Although, At 72, has, you think he was done with all that? Yeah. He ha- hasn't appeared to have done anything since the mid 80s. Which, here's another interesting thing about him, Jerry. He got married. In the middle of his crime spree. Yeah, that's... Could you imagine if you're the person that married him not knowing, and, and now had you ch- wake up to this? And had children. God, that's He's awful. a grandfather. You talk about turning your life upside down. Very strange. Yeah, bad stuff. Bad, bad stuff. stuff. So bad I'm people a, out there, bad stuff. I'm keeping an eye on that to get more details. Got it. I want to get a lot of details. <clears throat> Jerry, a... Uh, a man had Make sure a... Make you sign up for murder alerts on your phone. Uh, my, my, whenever my uh, phone chimes, that means I'm getting a murder alert. Oy, oy, oy. A, a Houston man was selling his Toyota Corolla. Okay. So he wanted to put it on uh, Craigslist. Fair enough. It was an older Toyota Corolla. And his ad went viral because of how honest his ad was. Okay. It was for a 1999 Toyota Corolla. So it's 19 years old. The ad started... You want a car that gets the job done? You want a car that's hassle-free? You want a car that literally no one will ever compliment you on? Well, look no further. <laughs> Is it, I must be ugly, huh? <laughs> then he wrote, let me tell you a story about my Toyota Corolla. One day my Corolla started making a strange sound. I didn't give a crap. I ignored it. 
It went away. The end. (laughs) More notes from the ad. Let's face the facts. This car isn't going to win any beauty contest, but neither are you. (laughs) Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to your wife. This isn't the car you want. It's the car you deserve. The 1999 Toyota Corolla. What was he asking for it? Uh, twenty five hundred bucks. That's it, boy. Creative for twenty five hundred bucks. I don't. It doesn't say how many uh, miles is on it. Six hundred thousand. Uh, as soon as it started to go viral, the guy took the ad down. Why? I don't know. We don't know if he sold it. That's or, strange. Or if he was just getting too much attention. Or for he it. sold it quickly. Yeah. Because that's you know for that price point. What's the what's the word you, you miss on it? I mean, if. I mean, if you bought a car for $2,500, what would you expect that you need to fix this stuff right away? Or you expect that's a drivable car, but down the road, I'm sure some things are going to go yeah, wrong. Yeah, I think, I, I think there's a sense that the car is going to be drivable, but you also know that it's going to be a little bit of a headache that every three or four months, a little, Something. It's a little nick here and nick there. You got to get this replaced or fixed just because of the amount of mileage that's probably on it and the wear and tear. You know, the biggest thing is we buy a car, so you use car. Look at the tires first. Mm-hmm. You know, if you buy a car that needs tires, so you're going to walk away, you're going to spend the money on the car, and all of a sudden have to spend five, six, seven, eight hundred bucks on tires immediately. Right. All of a sudden, you bought a car for twenty five hundred bucks. You really bought a car for thirty five hundred. Right. And if it needs brakes, yeah. Now, what's going on in the engine? You're taking a chance. You don't know. But if you can visibly see that there's an issue, do you believe in that Carfax thing? Uh, I do because everything that gets reported, there's a record for. The problem is there are people out there, especially mechanics or body shops, where they can, like if a guy's in a body shop and he owns a car and he gets into a car accident, let's say, and he offers to just pay the guy cash so that they don't report it to their insurance companies, and then that guy's happy, and that's not illegal. That guy's happy. He settled up. We're good. And this guy takes his car into the shop and just fixes it. Those instances happen. I think for the general public, though, yeah, I think that's pretty legit. I mean, it's hard to hide a police report. You can't. Right. So, yeah, I think they're probably pretty good. I would. Be- I think I believe a Carfax. Yeah, I think you have to. Especially the ones where they go, one owner. Yeah, well, there's a- again, there's a record of that. I always took, uh, saved my records any for everything, oil change, brakes. Why? With this idea that I'm going to sell my car on my own and present the new owner or hear all my records. But then I realize all my information's on this stuff. Yeah, and what is what are they going to get out of that? Just that it's a well-maintained car? Yeah, that's right. How about this? Say it's a well-maintained car. Well, everyone could say that. If I showed if I, I showed up with a folder full of printed out... Would do nothing for me. Really? No. If I said, Depends on how the car's driving right then and there. Hmm. I also have no idea if I want to sell my car what I do. Like, <laughs> let's, say, let's say you say I would like to buy your car. Yeah. How do I transfer the well, title to you? First, that's easy. Once they pay you for it, you sign the title over to them. And just hand it to them? And then it's up to them to go to motor vehicles. But when, let's say let's say I sign the title over to them, right on the title, yeah. right? Then they take the car and crash it. Right. Whose fault is that? As soon as you sign it over to them and they sign it, it's theirs. Really? Yes. Correct. Something seems fishy with that. It's not. That's why you got to get the signatures. I did it once. Really? Certified check has to be. Okay. You don't take a personal check. Certified check. Certified bank check so that you know it's not going to bounce. Sign over the... Once you have that in hand, 
You sign over the title. You also have to make sure your car is paid off and you have the title, which right. you do. I do. You sign the back of the title. I believe they sign it as well. You have now transferred ownership of the car. It is now up to them to get to motor vehicles to register it in their name. See, I would feel like I'd have to go with you to motor vehicles. And you go, might, ha- you know what, Al? You might have to. I don't remember. I'm giving this guy my car. But you know, I didn't. I sold my Camaro years ago. Years ago, like this in the eighties. I did uh, in the nineties. Nineties. I did not go to motor vehicles with the guy. Really? No. Now I sold a Jeep to my niece, and I went with her, which is my niece. Right. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done that. I'd also feel like I'd have to meet them in like a Target parking lot. Yeah, cause... you don't want them coming to your house. Yeah, because then let's say the engine breaks in two yeah, no weeks. No good. You go meet them in the parking lot of Stop and Shop. All right. You want to test drive it? Go in circles. <laughs> Do I drive in the passenger seat when they test drive it? I would not. You would not. I would not. I would hope they'd steal it. And, and then get... you just get the car insurance. That would be part. awesome. All right. Fair <laughs> you don't enough, have to worry Jerry. about the motor vehicles or nothing. All right. Uh, Mainville, Ohio. Mainville, Ohio. A police officer presented a fire department, a firefighter, with a cake that said, sorry, I tased you. (laughs) Uh, Officer Darcy Workman of the Hamilton Township Police Department was assisting the fire department with an EMS call at a hospital when the patient became physically violent. She got out her taser while trying to get the patient under control and accidentally hit the firefighter with it. Wow. Sorry I tased you, the cake says, along with an image of a frowny face. And there they are, Jerry, together sharing their cake. (laughs) Good times. That's funny. She accidentally tased the wrong person. Mm. Have you? I used to carry a taser. Did you ever have the taser go I carried off your a, bag? I carried a stun gun. Now, oh. the stun gun, you have to get right up on the person. <laughs> right. The taser is the thing that shoots out with the wires oh, my attached. Bad. Okay. So do you ever ta- did you ever do the stun gun to anybody? I did not. The ta- whatever, whatever it is. No. You never, never tried it on yourself? No. Just to see? No. How much it hurt? But I remember when I ordered it many years ago from Kansas. There was a guy in Kansas who owned uh, like a stun gun shop who was willing to ship to New Jersey even though that was not legal. Did you know it wasn't legal when you I bought did. it? But I figured I could find some local guy in like Kansas or something, and I did. And uh, I was asking him about the stun gun, and he said, uh, and this is my Kansas accent. He said, yep, I test out every one of these things on myself before I stock them. <laughs> this one is, this will sting you. <laughs> Guy's got bruises all over oh his body. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, his his thighs and legs have got to be shocked. Looks like he's all tatted up. Nope, that's just no. the stun gun. Stun guns, Jerry. But you still have that, or would you sell it? I do still have it, because I think that would definitely be illegal for me to sell a stun gun in New Jersey. Probably so. Yeah. Yeah, I would, I would not sell that. I have it in my home. <laughs> and this stun gun was cool, Jerry. It came with a... Uh, you, you, it came with, like, a, um, a thing to wrap around your wrist that was attached to the stun gun. Okay. So, so that, that someone way, can't rip it off you. Yeah. So that if and they use it on you, right? So if they pulled the stun gun from you, the pin would pop out. Oh, interesting! From your wrist and making it unusable. Look at that nice little safety feature there. Yeah. Then at which place they would the guy would just probably just punch me in the face a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> and bludgeon you. <laughs> yeah. With the stun gun, <laughs> but not sting me with it. Right. Uh, and then finally, Jerry, this story: uh, users of Gmail. Yeah, I have Gmail. I have a Gmail as well. I have several of them. A Gmail has what sounds like you're up to something. Uh, no, one's several for baseball, Gmails. one's for myself, and uh, one's for uh, the little youth program I, I run. Okay. 
And one's for when you answer fake personal ads. I don't do that, but okay. Okay, the other ones then. Right. Uh, this one is that they have all new features of Gmail. You can now choose when you're creating an email confidential mode where your message will self-destruct. <laughs> what is this, get smart? Yeah. <laughs> what so, do you mean the message will self-destruct? So what does that mean? When you send it to the recipient, it'll tell them that this message will disappear from their inbox in a day, a week, a month, whatever you set. Really? Yeah. You can also restrict an email that you send to them from them being able to forward or copy or print. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's interesting. That is neat. Yeah, that way... Um, It'd be very frustrating, though. That would be very if you frustrating. you receive those and they're gone. Because like, a lot of people, and I'm one of these, so like when I get airfare or something... Mm-hmm. I don't do much with it. I get the confirmation yes. email. I leave it there, and I don't open it because it's it's easy to find then. Right. They started doing that. Stuff disappears in 30 days, and your flight's in 35 days. Yeah. And you're sitting at the airport, but well, I know it's here. They'd have to set it for to, to self-destruct after your flight. Yeah, I suppose so. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Then there's another, another feature called nudging, which is if you haven't responded to an email and Gmail feels that it's been buried into your group of emails— it might pop it back up to the top like... I like that. You may have forgotten this one. I do like that. You can also snooze emails that aren't important. You hit snooze, they'll disappear for a little while and come back. Interesting. I like this. Gmail, yeah. I, t- I love Google. I think Google does it right. Yeah, Google does it right. And they also, the last thing I have here for you is they have offline mode where if you're not online, you can compose emails. And as soon as you get online, it'll it send them. them. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. That is, they're doing a nice job there. You know what I don't like about the online stuff? And this happened, and I think Google's great, but this is one thing I don't love. And I guess Facebook, Facebook's the same way, too. And I'm I'm really contemplating just completely shutting that down again is like I did right? last year. Yeah, I don't like it. So I took pictures of uh, when we were away in Turks and Caicos uh, two weeks ago or whatever, a week and a half ago. And I wanted to send my wife a couple of the pictures. So I had put together like three or four pictures and like a little Google collage. And I emailed them to her. And I got a notification that she saw them. That she got the email and opened and saw and viewed the photos. Okay. And so I wasn't really thinking. And I just said, I see you saw the photos. Which one do you like? And she was like, excuse me? What do you mean? Like, were you over my shoulder? Right. And I didn't realize, like, boy, that's intrusive. That's just weird. And Facebook's the same way. So, like, when we post on our eight-year-old baseball uh, Facebook page that we have for practice or for whatever, I will get a notification who has seen my post and who hasn't. And then on top of that, it will tell me when they were last online, Mm -hmm. when they read it. It's like, this is too much. Yes. It really is. You can't claim to have not seen it or, oh, I just got online. Terrible. Yeah. I don't I don't like any of this stuff. So Very it's kinda intrusive. it's kinda creepy. Possibly. Whatever. All right, Jerry, the warm up show is next. That was not creepy at all today. Enjoy your day in the city. Oh, thank you, Jerry. I know how much yes. you love NYC. Oh, I love a good city, a good romp through the city. The show's till ten? Ten o'clock. And tonight. you'll be here at four thirty? Uh five? that's a good uh, I might be five o'clock. Might be five o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. So you might try and get your still get your six hour sleep. You should be back at the hotel by eleven. Yes. Yeah. Good luck with that. 11 to 4. All right, five hours. Later. I'll get up by 4, yeah. Miserable. Terrible. It really is miserable. Terrible, Jerry. All right. All right, warm up next. Two. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show. 
with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Hey, what do you say Thursday morning? This portion sponsored by Indeed. For some, this is like Christmas morning. For me, this is a thank God morning because it means the NFL draft will be here and gone soon. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, the draft is finally here. The first round, at least, tonight. That's all that really counts. We don't know anyone beyond that. Will you put on the fourth through seventh rounds on Saturday? I will not, although I am interested in watching that parrot pick that... uh, the Buccaneers pick, you Which know, is round four. I believe it's the fourth round. Got it. Uh, where they're going to do weird things. So yeah. I might tune into that. Okay. In the background. Got it. Uh, last night, though, Jerry, the Mets, Stephen Matz stunk. stunk again. Yeah. After the first two innings. After the first, first two, two innings. First two innings were good. All right. And then not good. Uh, did not get out of the fourth inning. He did that not. That we know. No. Um, and then the other thing, though, uh, prior to the game, they said uh, Matt Harvey. Got into it with some reporters. Or not re- He didn't get into it. Exactly. He just said, I'm not effing talking. Right. That's what he said. Now, all of the... He- that's ex- Exactly. They wanted to talk to him about his relief appearance that yeah. didn't go great. Because I don't think he spoke after the game either. He did not. Right. And he said he did not want to talk to them. And he used the F word he in did. there. The headline is that he cursed out reporters. That no, is, no, no, no. He, he used a report. He used a curse word. Well, now we weren't there. We didn't hear it. Did right. you hear it yet? No, but they they have all the quotes. They right. in quotes in the articles that say Matt Harvey cursed out reporters. They have the quotes. Right. He, Again, I'd like to hear him say it though. How yeah, did he say it? He used a curse word, but he didn't curse them out. Right. This I was think, not Tommy Lasorda yelling at Paul Olden back in the day. Even that, I don't think he cursed him out. He, he didn't used, curse him out, but he was mean. <laughs> he was right. He was using colorful language. He was, or was I forget? Was it Hal McRae with the Royals? Eddie, you remember yes. that, right? It was right. Hal McRae. He cursed out the reporter. I'm gonna. I said it the other day. I'm gonna say it again. Cut him. It is better for both parties going forward. Thank you. Cut Matt Harvey. Yes, release him. It's never going to happen here again for him. And you know what? It's enough. It's enough. Never say never, Jerry. I, I, you can I'm go, saying never. You can go home again. Uh, if I come back Monday to Friday, I'll even surprise myself if I ever do that. <laughs> surprise, surprise, surprise. Thank you very much. So there right, you go. I guess never say never. It All right, is I'm possible. Say this. It is not likely mm-hmm. that Matt Harvey is ever going to figure it out here with the Mets. And I, he's just, he's, I hate to say this because he's a human being we're talking right. about. But he's damaged goods in terms of the injuries he's dealt with. He's not the same guy. He's rude. He doesn't want to do what he's being asked to do. He has to do it, but doesn't want to. Release him. He's probably in his own Move head. On. He doesn't want to be a reliever. He's a starter. Yes, Jerry. Let's say I'm wrong, and all of a sudden he is just amazing back into the season. He resigning with the Mets? No. Of course not. Move on. Move all right. on. Uh, then some other salty language surfaced yesterday surrounding the NFL draft. One Josh Allen... He had to apologize for tweets. From when? He tweeted in high school. Right. So stupid. Where he was using a racially insensitive language. Oh, is that true? Yeah. I, I went, thought I saw the thing about LeBron. Yes. No, that, that he just didn't like LeBron. That one was funny. Right. So he had a lot of uh, language that he used. Um, colorful language, Jerry, that you might hear in rap music. Okay. Right. Which perhaps that I didn't he was know. listening to. And... Uh, so he had to apologize for that. But he was a high school kid. Stupid. 
Well, he still shouldn't do it. That having been said, who's the person that's got all this time to sift through probably thousands of tweets to yes. find something to actually highlight? Yeah, he had whoever sifted through went back to 2012. Wow, that's six years ago. How many did did you see? How many tweets he has posted? I did not. Because how many have you done? Have you looked? I recently? haven't looked, but that's a great question. Like when you're sifting through someone's tweets, how many do you have to go through to find some bad how stuff? How long does it take? Oh, it takes a long time. Before this warm up is over, we're going to have that answer. All right. For how many tweets I've made? No, I don't really care about you, but Josh Allen. Oh, Josh Allen. Yes. But well, here's the thing Josh Allen uh, since deleted a bunch of old tweets. Now, there is a thing you can do on Twitter, but nobody does it, which is. To have your tweets expire after, like, a week. Right. They just disappear. People like keeping stuff out there. Josh yes. Allen, this was? Otherwise, it's uh, Josh Allen. All right. I'm going to check this and out. And then you're right, though. In addition to his racially insensitive tweets, he just had a tweet that simply said, LeBron sucks. Right. That's the one I saw. I thought that That's was funny. funny. It is funny. A high school kid saying LeBron sucks and then possibly going to LeBron's town to play. That's fun. Now he has, uh, now I don't know how much he deleted. Right. But only 9,000 tweets. Okay. Only. That seems like a lot. You think that seems like a lot? Check my tweets, Jerry. Let's you, see how. So you think 9,000 is a lot? I do. Yeah, you've tweeted 36,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot to say, though, in fairness. 36,000. In fairness, I have a, so much to say, Jerry. I'm at 16,000. 16,000. Yes. Right. You're nothing more, but a hua. Yes, you are. You've more than doubled what I've done. Mm hmm. I'm very prolific some some days. No, no, you're bored. Or bored. <laughs> yes. And then in, in other draft-related news, Jerry, Baker Mayfield uh, put out on Twitter a photo that uh, they he and his family recreated the Brett Favre draft night photo, which became famous because Brett Favre's in his childhood living room or uh, bedroom with his family all gymmed in there. Right. Brett Favre's wearing, you know, cut-off jean shorts. Uh, so, same thing he's wearing today. <laughs> same outfit. Uh, so Baker Mayfield create, recreated that photo. Great. They said it took three hours to recreate. Why? Right. I mean, that's a lot of work for... <laughs> you go here, you go here, I'll put this on, take the picture. That they were huge fans of Brett Favre okay. growing up. Great. So he wanted to do a very similar thing. Will you, how locked, well, you're actually working the draft. I'll be tonight. working. There's That's a draft true. show on WFAN. Boomer, Geo, and Phil. 7 p.m. PM tonight, and 7 you, to 10. Eddie, you're working it too, right? Eddie, yes, sir. Eddie's here. I'll be there. So you guys will be locked in on the draft Locked tonight. in. I'm very excited for the draft because there's actually guys after I've heard the, of. After the Jets pick, are you still excited? Or? I'm excited when all of the quarterbacks that I've heard of go. Okay. Then I'm so in. So you'd be good for the first round. First round. That's fair, I suppose. But I was looking at some mock drafts, and some of them have some of these quarterbacks going a little a little further than I thought. Well, I will watch. I will definitely put it on for a little while. But to me, after the Jets and Giants go, maybe the top five or six, you know, whatever. It just doesn't do it for me. I'll read about it tomorrow morning. Right. And I'm good. Then you're not interested. I will be caught up just like you'll be caught up. And did you see that uh, Lamar Jackson quarterback? Yeah, with Belichick. Yeah, that supposedly he made Bill Belichick giggle. And not a lot of people can do that, Jerry. <laughs> Certainly nobody in the media. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd love to be that guy. Lamar Jackson. Oh, I thought you meant Belichick. No. Make the make Belichick giggle. Yeah, I mean, you're not, one of these terrible teams like the Browns isn't going to take you or the Jets. Uh, but you maybe go to the Patriots. <laughs> the Patriots and, and Now, here's the good and the bad. The good is you got Belichick. You're probably going to win. The bad is 
when and if Brady ever retires. Oh, that's true. That's who you're replacing. It's very difficult. Unless, of course, after three months he comes back. Tough to replace a legend, Jerry. <laughs> Better to be the guy after the guy. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's what a lot of people say. Yeah. Very true. So, all right, we <laughs> got to take a break. <laughs> uh, anyhow, when we come back, we've got Boomer and Geo. We've got a lot to do. This portion sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, and zero in unqualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. Back with the guys next on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. A couple more minutes to the top tonight in Dallas. First round of the draft. Browns, Giants, Jets, 1-2-3. We've got Boomer and Geo, Phil Sims tonight. Draft show, 7 p.m. Yankees, what a shock. Beat the Twins again, 7-4. Another shock. Didi Gregorius and another home run. The Mets uh, were bad last night. They lost to the Cardinals 9-1. to Got a couple minutes, Al. What you got? Oh, uh, your your main man, Des Bryant, Jerry. Remember the other day we were saying, well, how come he hasn't yeah. signed with anyone? Yeah. Uh, turned down a multi-year deal with the Ravens. I guess the number must have been low. Well, he I says... I didn't see the number. He says he wants a one-year deal. Right. Because he's going to then dominate this year, Jerry. He wants to go out and ball. He's going to go out and ball. He's going to make some money. And then he's going to uh, want to take those statistics with him to the bargaining table for a multi-year deal. I would like to see him in New England. That's not fair. Why? Because I hate when, like, I, that's where I'd like to see him go. As a Cowboy, I don't want to see him with the Redskins, Giants, or Eagles. Well, That'll he's make not me going vomit. there. AFC's good. I would like to see him one year with Brady to see what he's still got. If So then that would prove to you whether he's still got it. Uh, I don't know if it would prove to me anything other than I want to see what he can do with Brady. All right. I that's would, fair. That, to me, would be intriguing. I'm not a Jet fan, so I do apologize for those that are. But I would like to see that. All right. The Ravens, meh. Joe Flacco throwing them. Eh, the Ravens are a boring team. They are boring. They're I a defensive still, team still. There are certain teams in the NFL that when I look at them, I still look at them as as a uh, expansion franchise. You want to watch the Titans play? No, Titans still expansion. Jaguars still expansion. Ravens expansion. What was my other one? You know, the Titans came from Houston though, it wasn't an expansion? Yeah, but, I know it's got the feel of it yeah, now. Yeah, it's got the feel, and the Ravens still that way to me. Uh, then uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, are looking like the Hard Knocks team for HBO, which used to be a great show, but now it's pretty much the same no, every yeah, year. I, it just doesn't do it for you. The first couple of years it was fine. Now it's like, yeah, we've seen this before. I guess they figure the Browns are getting uh, two top draft picks, right? And they're supposed to be turning it around a little bit this year, so they would be an interesting one to but, see. But Harbaugh's not. Like Rex Ryan was intriguing because he was a he was a loose cannon. Yes. Antonio Cromartie mentioning his kids. That's fun. That you enjoy. Maybe not so much for him, but for us. I don't know. Ray, the the Browns don't do it for me either. This is a boring warm up. What's I mean, a boring? All these topics. I'm me? just yeah. No, you guys I'm, just, I'm dismissing this everything this oh, morning. Yeah, you're very. I don't like the draft. I don't like hard knocks. You're you very know, dismissive. I had those uh, Josh Allen tweets. You were somewhat because dis- that's dumb. Delete that stuff. You can't leave high that school there. tweets. That's just stupid from six years ago. I'm gonna go like, the, like the Browns on hard knocks. You're just not doing it for me. <laughs> just. Okay. just Let's just spice it up a bit. Would I go on a penis bumper car? Probably. <laughs> you'd, go on a, you'd ride the penis. Yeah, I would ride the penis bumper car. It's Boomerang Geo, morning 6 oh, to 10.